When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you shift your vibe and radiate self-love so you'll naturally become a match to the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Chelsea Rose, my very good friend and fellow coach. Welcome, Chelsea. Thanks for being here today. Hi, I'm so excited to be here as always. Thank you for having me. Of course. For those of you who aren't familiar with Chelsea, she is a love and success coach for women who helps women become in love, successful, and fulfilled in their lives. You're just one of my favorite people to bring on my podcast. The last episode we did on painful emotions, feminine energy, and the law of attraction was really one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. So everyone go check that out. If you haven't yet, that's available on my Spotify and Apple podcast homepage, Master Your Magnetism. It's also right here on Bullhorn. We're broadcasting live on Bullhorn today. So hello to everyone watching live in the chat. Let us know any questions you have. We would love to get to those at the end. And let's dive in, Chelsea. One of the top things I hear from women especially is this fear that they have to choose between excitement, passion, and chemistry or attraction and safety or reliability and dependability in a relationship. Mm -hmm. They feel like they have to settle for one or the other. Do you hear that as well? Oh my gosh, all the time. And it's just so heartbreaking. So that's why I'm so excited we're diving into this today. And I want to squash all of those just crazy stories that I hear women buying into around that so that you guys can really have it all in, in your relationship. Yes, I was so thrilled when you told me that you wanted to talk about this topic today because it's just so needed. I haven't done an episode on this specifically yet, and I just think everyone is going to love everything you have to say. So we're going to be sharing three misconceptions or myths that keeps you stuck in this place where you feel like you have to settle or choose between excitement and safety in your love life, which is absolutely Mm -hmm. not true. We're here to tell you today. So before we get into that, Chelsea, I know you have a brand new, totally free master class coming up soon that you wanted to share with the women in my community. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit about that? Yes. Thank you. I'm so excited. So this free masterclass is all about how to have a relationship full of crazy hot chemistry with a man that's actually right for you. So in that you'll discover why you might be falling for the bad boys all the time who aren't really good for you or only attracting the quote unquote good guys that you have no physical attraction to and actually how to change that so that you can really quench your desire for that passion and chemistry and also that reliability and stability that that you really crave in relationships. So I'm so excited to be hosting that and I can't wait to have you guys there. I'm so happy that I can share this with my community. I will definitely check it out myself. I'm so curious as to what you have to say on this topic. Again, it's one of the top questions I get from women, how to have that passionate excitement in relationship and feel safe and secure knowing that 
your partner isn't going anywhere, right? And so if you're listening to the replay of this, this will be the first link in the description or episode details. I know it's starting in just a couple weeks, but no matter when Mm -hmm. you're listening to this, click on that first link in the description to see if it's still being offered for free. I'm so excited Mm -hmm. to be able to offer this. So let's dive in, Chelsea. What's the first misconception or myth that you wanted to share? And of course, we're going to be sharing the mindset hacks or shifts to help you start to turn some of these around too, right? Yes, absolutely. Can't can't withhold that information from you guys, of course. Um, so yeah, the first myth is this is and these are all myths that I hear all the time. And I know you you've heard this too, Helena. So the first one is this idea that if you don't have strong chemistry right off the bat with someone, then you must not be right for each other. And there's there's never gonna be that chemistry down the line. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this shows up for women in on first dates. They have this really high expectation to want to rip a man's clothes off when they meet him. And if they don't feel that way about him, they assume, they make the decision in their heads, oh, this isn't my person. And I just find that so sad because the truth is chemistry builds over time, you know, and, and this might sound really obvious, but I think that a lot of women don't realize that they're holding men to that expectation. So chemistry builds over time through, through intimacy building, through building trust, through getting to know this person. And really that's how we fall in love with each other is through that intimacy. And so not having this expectation to have instant, crazy, passionate chemistry right off the bat. Of course, we've all heard those stories where maybe there was a really strong pull in that kind of way when people first met and they ended up in a happy relationship. I'm not saying it can't be possible, I'm just saying that that shouldn't be the only thing that you're, that shouldn't be something that you're creating a deal breaker from with a person because more often than not, chemistry is built over time. And more often than not, that instant crazy chemistry is actually coming from a wounded place of being attracted to something that feels very familiar based on our past pain, based on our childhood, and is actually going to be you know, if you pursue that, it's actually going to lack the reliability and and all those other things that you need in a relationship. I'm curious what you think about that, Helena. That is so true. I could just talk forever about this one specifically. I think about all the nice guys that I probably discarded after a date or two because I didn't feel that instant chemistry or spark of attraction with them. And I see this happening all the time. I hear from women in my community who just don't feel it for the kind of man who's going to be into them for the long haul. It's often linked to what we experienced in our past, likely our childhood, what love felt like to us earlier in life might Mm -hmm. not be in alignment with what we truly desire now. There's this great quote. I don't know if you've heard it, Chelsea, but it's when you're faced with something that feels familiar versus what you say you truly desire, we'll typically choose what feels familiar to us every time. So for those of us who haven't had easy love lives where love equals struggle or obstacles or pain, that can be a big problem, right? So Luckily, you can totally turn this around. I did it myself and Mm -hmm. I see the women in my community doing it every day. I'm sure that's what your free masterclass is going to be all about. And we're going to talk more about that today. I'm so happy to hear that. So hi to Rhonda and Good Spirit and Mary Jo in the chat. Mary Jo has a question. She says, if I don't have chemistry, you're saying chemistry can develop. Right. Exactly. When you want to rip your clothes, when you want to rip clothes off, what do you do? I love these <laughs> questions. They're so good. And yes, we'll yeah. have time at the end too. 
I think, right, Helena, to go Absolutely, even deeper into yeah. questions. We'll get yeah. to all your questions at the end, but I thought that one was yeah. so relevant because totally. in my opinion, yes, real exactly. chemistry, real attraction can absolutely develop over time with the right kind of person who exactly. is also not going to ghost you or abandon you. Right. And I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more about exactly how to do that, right? Do you have any initial yeah. thoughts on that right now, Chelsea? Yeah, I think that the biggest point that I want to make here is not to entertain someone who's clearly not a fit for you. Like if you have a gut, a strong gut feeling on a first date that you're really not interested, that you guys are not a match, absolutely listen to your intuition no matter what. That's kind of my disclaimer for everything always. And I know you relate to that too, Helena. But what I am saying is be open. Like be open and don't put this pressure on the first date because often you're both nervous and you probably don't know hardly anything about each other yet. And it's like that's that uh, whether or not I think this person is attractive obviously matters, but that's such a small fraction of what chemistry and passion really is made of. And so you can look at this person and be like, oh, I find them, you know, attractive, or maybe I find them really attractive. That's good to know. And it's good to observe that. But I think that I think we could both come up with so many examples of past clients and even in our relationships as well, that the the chemistry has built over time through deeply getting to know that person's heart, their personality, their soul, who they are as a person, how they treat you, how they treat other people. It's like, that's the real meat and the real value <laughs> that a person brings to a relationship is all those things. And so that's where true lasting chemistry is built from. And there's just so many ways that you can spice up a long-term relationship as well. And we'll touch on that as that too. It's that's something that we can always turn the dial up on. And it's really going to be about you guys surrendering the limiting belief that it's this all or nothing thing right off the bat. Like that's, it's just a belief that's not supporting you guys and building the real relationship you want to have. So just surrendering that and being open to chemistry building over time, maybe you go on a few dates with this person before you write write them off, right? Um, Unless you have a really strong feeling, obviously, like I said, of like, I'm not interested, but get let truly be open, have an open heart and open mind and let this person show you who they are. You know, that's, that's really my advice for this piece. I completely agree. I've talked about this before. My husband and I have even done episodes together here on my podcast or live streams on my YouTube channel where we said our first date was pretty awkward. We absolutely (laughs) did not have those superficial sparks of instant chemistry. So had I just discarded him after a date or two thinking, oh, you know, he's a nice guy, but it wasn't like the crazy fireworks. I wouldn't have had this amazing relationship because, you know, fast forward, several weeks later, that chemistry and passion completely developed over time. I have my own ideas on how that happens. Of course, I would love to hear Mm -hmm. from you, Chelsea, from my experience. I think when you open up and allow someone to get close to you and see who you truly are, always, of course, having the safety net of your own boundaries in place and trusting that if something doesn't feel right, you can take a step back or get out of there. But I think being brave enough to be vulnerable and Mm -hmm. open up and see how that person just loves you and accepts you. They're crazy about you. They don't want to change a single thing about you, which is different than what a lot of us are attracted to historically, right? So if you can in baby steps do that, that's how the real chemistry and real attraction starts to develop. That's one way it starts to develop in my experience. Do you have any thoughts on that, Chelsea? 
I agree 100%. And to me, that's it's intimacy, right? Well, how is intimacy built? It's through being vulnerable and open. So I love how you broke that down of, of creating intimacy with someone, right? That's where the true chemistry really comes from. And then that's going to build chemistry that's actually sustainable. <laughs> I love how you yes. use the word superficial in like to describe the opposite of that. So we're talking about um, sustainable chemistry versus superficial chemistry. I love that. And I have a, a very similar experience. All the guys that I was interested in and dated and had relationships with before my husband, it, I led with that instant chemistry and that instant spark and none of them could, could provide for me what I really wanted. And yeah. then with my husband, I was drawn to him on so many other levels. It was a genuine, like a heart, a genuine heart connection. It felt like I recognized his soul and mm -hmm. that like passion and chemistry piece. It just developed over time through really being vulnerable, like you said, and opening up and just giving, I think giving myself the space and the time to truly get to know this person, you know? And I think that so many women sort of are on such a, they're so committed or they feel like they're so committed to like finding the one that they're just slamming doors left and right because mm -hmm. they're just trying to rush the process yeah. and get there fast. And I totally understand that urgency, but like Helena and I always talk about this, the urgency is not helping <laughs> anything. Mm -hmm. We can mm -hmm. just surrender that and, and be open to, to letting it take some time to build. That's really the biggest point here too. I think that's so great. And I should also mention that every single client I've ever had that turned this pattern around where very similar to what I had going on, the men mm -hmm. I was attracted to were not pursuing me consistently, but there right. were one or two guys that I would like, I'd put them on a pedestal and want to kind of go after them. And it just never really worked out. I don't know. I'd be yeah. curious to hear from everyone listening live. Have you had that experience too? I hear it all the time. The men I attract are not the ones I'm attracted to and the mm -hmm. ones I really want never stick around or take it to the next level. So every client I've had who's had that going on, who ends up with a phenomenal man, they all say the exact same thing. They say, I've yeah. never been so attracted to someone. I've never felt so much passion and chemistry in a relationship. But at first, I didn't really see how great he was. Right. I had to get to know him and let him come close to me. And that passion and chemistry and attraction grew over time. And it's such a great mm. thing because that's what lasts. That's what can last yeah. a lifetime rather than that instant chemistry that burns out or the guy disappears after two months of dating or something like that. Right, Chelsea? It's so true. And I, I would say the exact same thing about my experience with my husband. Yeah, it's like the passion is like uh, – beyond what I even thought ever thought was possible for myself. Like it exceeds my wildest expectations of, mm -hmm. of what was possible for me in love. And we're so excited for you guys to be able to tap into that and get to experience that and kind of change your own mind about these beliefs, you know, and really get to experience that for yourselves. We're so excited for that. Love it. Yes. And I think that's actually a perfect segue yes. into the second misconception or myth that we wanted to bust here today. Do you want to jump yeah. into that one, Chelsea? Yes. This one is also so sad to me. It's the idea that chemistry and passion fades over time in long-term relationships yeah. or after the quote-unquote honeymoon phase is over. I feel like we should just erase the, the phrase honeymoon phase because it sets I us up, too. right? And a lot of these beliefs, I know they come from per, our personal experiences, but a lot of them are just perpetuated through movies and the media. And just, these are like collective limiting beliefs that aren't serving anybody. And I find truly, truly heartbreaking and sad. So the truth is, especially, you know, after listening to everything we just said, you know, now 
that it's not true. It's not true that it has to fade. The real chemistry that comes from this intimacy and this, this trust that you guys have built together and this love that you now share, that's something that's going to get stronger with everything that you guys go through together. As long as you you choose to stay open, have an open heart, stay vulnerable, and kind of practice these feminine embodiment practices that I know, Helena, you talk about a lot in your work as well. It's actually so simple. And I would even argue that it's actually very, very natural that the chemistry in a, in a long-term relationship between two people builds and strengthens over time without a whole lot of effort. <laughs> That's really the truth in my opinion. I'm curious what you think about that, Helena. I think we should do a whole episode just on that. <laughs> yeah. My husband and I were talking about doing one together called We Never Had a Honeymoon Phase. You know, this honeymoon <gasps> phase I thing. I think a lot of well-meaning people talk yeah. about this. And to me, it's such a clue that they're just, they've never been with the right person. I think yeah. with the right person, there is no real honeymoon phase. It just gets yeah. stronger and grows over time. I think about people in my family or my husband's family who've been married for decades and they're still totally in love and best friends. And the husband yeah. comes home for lunch every day on his lunch break at oh. work just to be with the wife. And it's unfortunately, there aren't a lot of examples like that. I didn't grow up yeah. with an example like that. And so you kind of buy into this thing right. that well, things are good at the beginning, but inevitably the passion fades, right? Yes, exactly. And I think I love that you said that. I think it's with any of any time that we're stretching into something that we've never experienced before, we're confronting our limiting beliefs. It's so important to acknowledge the the past on some level and acknowledge how that is really where these beliefs come from. And it's not about denying, like, let's say what we saw our parents go through. Like my parents have both been divorced twice. <laughs> so I can really, really relate to having to shift some of these beliefs in order to have a happy marriage myself. And I'm so grateful and proud to say that I've been with my husband for eight years, married for almost seven. And the, the passion and the chemistry is stronger than it's ever been. And it's just gotten stronger and stronger over time. And so I love that you have people in your life too, Helena, that you can look to now. Um, it's like once you once you start to experience it, you do start to see other people having it. It's so funny. It's like until you've experienced it and and had other people in your life, you feel like it doesn't exist, right? So, uh, anyways, I think it's so important to acknowledge, you know, where these things come from and have compassion for ourselves and for our story and maybe our parents' stories, but then choose to to see a different possibility. And I promise that you guys will start finding evidence that this is actually another scenario that's possible, right? It's like anything's possible. This is also a path that's possible if you really, really want it. I'm so happy it. just to be helping people open up to that possibility. Yeah. Similarly, yeah. I did not have any examples of this growing up, but now I see it all over the place. Right? <laughs> Friends, family funny? members. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so yeah. true. I know back when I was single a long time ago, like maybe 15 years ago plus, my question for friends and relationships was always, okay, how do you get it back to how it was at the beginning, like the first three months, <laughs> right? And they'd say, oh yeah, the beginning, some of them. And some of them, that's like such a foreign question because they they didn't have this yeah. thing going on. They just had met the right person and things flowed easily. They didn't really have a lot of problems in their love life yeah. like I was experiencing. And 
it was just that I was attracted to men who were not going to be into me for the long haul. And I didn't feel chemistry with men who wanted to love me and commit to me. And so I jump headfirst into these situations. I would fully invest and, you know, get attached to people where it just would never work out. And then when they started to pull away after three months, my question was always, how do you keep that passion alive? How do you get it back to how it was at the beginning? I don't know if you've experienced or had questions like this from your clients, Chelsea. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why I was so excited. I'm so excited that we're talking about this now. And then I'm offering this free masterclass because I, I, my my mind is blown by how many people are struggling with this. And it's just becoming more and more apparent to me that, that this is a gap in, in women's, I, I don't really, for lack of a better word, education around love and relationship. It's just such a gap. And, um, yeah, it's like, even to, to be asking the question, you know, it just proves that there's like something missing or that you're kind of not quite in alignment. And so that's okay. It's, you can absolutely transform it. I also trans like Helena and I both shared, we've transformed this in our lives. We've helped countless clients do the same. So if you're really resonating with these blocks, I don't want you guys to get discouraged that this is like going to take a long time for you to shift or anything like that. It's really going to be about noticing, okay, where does this attraction to the wrong guy come from and really addressing that. And that's an inner healing process that doesn't necessarily have to take another decade, right? To shift. This can happen really, really quickly for you guys. So I, I just felt called to share that as well. So important. I think that's so great. We do have a related question in the chat. She says, as for me, I'm not really attracted to many men and I don't feel instant chemistry, which is good. However, in my relationships, I had a lot of love, friendship, but not the chemistry I would like to feel in my body. Was I choosing the wrong men for me? What an interesting Mm. question. I actually do hear this quite often. Chelsea, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, it's kind of the the other side um, to this. It's like on one yeah. side, we have the person who has really strong attraction to men that aren't good for her. And then we have, you know, another version of that is what I hear this woman asking about. It's like being a, having maybe good men who are reliable, who can provide safety, security, but there's just no attraction. And so I feel your pain. And you know, I think it's up to you to decide if those, if it means you were choosing the wrong men for you, but I would just, I would just point you towards realizing that that's the biggest kind of issue that we see happening is women think that they have to choose either passion or security. So I would just, I would have you kind of open your mind to believing number one, that it truly deeply is possible for you to have both. And then not settling for less than that. So maybe you don't relate so much to like, okay, give this guy more time, you know, give him a chance to build this chemistry. Maybe it's okay. You've given for you. It's like, I've given this guy time and I just, I know that there's no chemistry being built. So I'm going to, I'm going to move on to the next person. So maybe for you, it's kind of the opposite where you get to just notice that need for chemistry and honor it sooner before you get really invested in a relationship. She says, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was, thank you for bringing that up because there's kind of like two camps that I see, like two main ways that this shows up for women. And this is one of them. So thank you for that question. I'm sure a lot of women here uh, can relate to that too. 
Yeah, I know I hear that question all the time. I did a podcast episode with Rory Ray a couple months ago. It was called Four Ways to Stop Accidentally Pushing Him Away and What to Do Instead to Bring Him Closer. And she talked really in depth about this. I think we talked for about an hour. And this was one of the main themes of that episode was when you just don't feel the sparks. And she was talking about how you can actually create those sparks within yourself. And it doesn't have a whole lot to do with the man who's in front of you. It's about feeling excited for life, passionate about life. And yes, he can help sort of activate that, but it can happen with pretty much anybody once you learn how to feel chemistry within your own body and for your own life. And she probably said it much more brilliantly than I'm (laughs) explaining now. So everyone go check that podcast episode out. It's called Four Ways to Stop Accidentally Pushing Him Away and What to Do Instead to Bring Him Closer. If you'd like to learn more about exactly how to do that. I love everything you said there, Chelsea. She says, thank you. So that was great. Do you want to move into the third misconception or myth or is there anything else you want to say about this one oh I just wanted to say I think that's a great a great point it's like there's so many different layers to this because when it comes to the desire for chemistry and passion I think especially when it when it comes to being in a long-term relationship I think you brought up such a good point we have to be in in a space of responsibility around creating that and I I love that I just feel like really aligned with what you just said too that something I talk about a lot is just finding ways to feel pleasure like finding ways mm-hmm. to feel good now and how that that impacts all of your desires that you're wanting to create like that just puts you in a place of being super magnetic to everything you want so it makes so much sense that literally in relationship you would just need to create that feeling in your body to help call it out into relationship it's like what we be is what we attract and I I also believe that the the feminine person, the more dominantly feminine person in a relationship is the one who's creating this magnetic pull. I find this feels really true to me. I'm curious what you think too about this, yeah. Lena. And so what you're going through and what you're feeling is largely going to impact the relationship. And also your partner will be mirroring back to you what's going on within you. This has been really true for my relationship. Um, and it's just a certain level of like taking responsibility for yourself and how you are actually impacting the relationship versus kind of maybe the, the disempowered approach to this would be like, Oh, I'm not turned on or I don't feel excited. Like you turn me on, like you make me feel better pointing at our partner. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that just feels like that could be a whole topic as well. Oh, I think that's um, so great. I don't think you understand um, how brilliant everything you're saying is. It's so genius. I can't wait to yeah. go back and listen to this myself. I'm oh. just loving everything you're saying. And by the way, I don't think that all instant chemistry is bad. Definitely. Right. I just want to make that clarification. I know for myself and people like me who historically have not attracted and been attracted to the right kind of man, those feelings of instant chemistry can be hooked up with someone who is just not going to work out with them. It's related to your past often, what your parents or caretakers were like. So if you had to work hard to win your parents' love or you only got attention when you were the good girl and did everything right, you might only find yourself attracted to men who just make you feel like you're not quite good enough. That's just one example. There's all different kinds of examples here. Some people are very fortunate. Rory talked about this in that episode I was talking about where they grew up with a good model for a relationship and they had good Mm -hmm. childhood experiences and they feel the spark and the man feels the spark and everyone's sparking and it's beautiful and amazing. So it's not that... Mm -hmm. 
instant chemistry is always a red flag. For me personally, it usually was a clue that things yeah. were not going to work out or this person yeah. aligned perfectly with my old childhood wounds or patterns of relationships where things never really went anywhere. So I just wanted to mention mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. Should we move into number three, Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I know. We, I love that there's like so many detours we're taking where yeah. this is like we could literally make an episode on every every point we're making. And I love it. Um, yeah, so the third, the third um, misconception and myth is that in really this idea that in order to have the safety and security you want in relationship, you have to just accept a lower amount of passion and chemistry, this idea that you can't have both. Obviously, we've kind of been talking about this point all throughout. The truth is you absolutely can have both my relationship, Helena's relationship, and all of our clients' relationships, you know, testimonials are all examples of that. And there, you know, there's ways to create chemistry. This is something else I wanted to add too, since we have time, there's ways to create chemistry um, or foster that, that really aren't coming from that wounded, isn't coming from the wounded place. And just simple examples that I think can sound so obvious, but we can forget. I just want to add here, because when I've shared this with other clients, they've said that it's been really helpful, you know, like versus the, the unhealthy way of creating chemistry is like going towards what's familiar based on pain. Other ways that we could create it is just the simple masculine feminine kind of dichotomy or polarity, right? Mm. Honoring that, acknowledging that, and even exaggerating that, that's to answer another question that someone asked is how do you create, how do you, how did the fireworks appear in your relationship? That's one way that you can, you know, turn up the dial on that when you're wanting to experience more. Um, But another simple way is like introvert, extrovert, intellectual, creative opposites typically attract. And I wrote on my notes, opposites are sexy. Mm -hmm. So for, for us, my husband and I, we have a lot of opposite opposing energy We're I think that we're actually very, very different. Not to say that you can't create chemistry with someone where you have where you, you, I don't know, you have more in common and you're more similar, but I do find that when you can exaggerate those differences, it creates a pull. Like that, to me, that's what chemistry is about. It's like someone's going in, someone's going out, someone's leaning forward, you know, and someone is like just being still. So I feel like I'm going all over the place, but my point is to say that there's so many ways that you can, you can, um, appreciate and acknowledge your desire for chemistry without feeling bad about yourself. Like there's healthy ways that chemistry can exist between two people and you don't have to go into your head and try to force this and make this happen. I want you guys just to be aware of all the different ways, all potential ways that you can have chemistry with someone. And so some homework or some home play for you guys would be to really maybe make a list of the things that you find really attractive in people and in men, right? What are those traits that you're like, oh, that's so sexy. I love a guy who's mysterious or I love a guy who's quiet or I love a guy who's intellectual or maybe you love a guy who's really creative or they're musical. Like just know that the things you're attracted to are typically those like from a healthy place are typically those things that are going to naturally create chemistry in a relationship. And with all of those kind of opposites attract, obviously the disclaimer too here is obviously needing to share the same overall values, right? That's always my disclaimer when I talk mm-hmm. about this is what why it works in my relationship is because our values are the same. Our commitments are the same. It's just our energies are very, very different. So it just provides so much of that chemistry so often. <laughs> um, and that's like, those are just other examples in addition to how chemistry and passion builds just through intimacy and depth and having a heart connection with someone, right? 
That is beautiful. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. I yeah, think that's curious. great. Yeah, good spirit in the chat says, ooh, I like that. <laughs> I love that you yeah. said opposites are sexy. I think that's so great. It's giving a whole different perspective on this. So yeah. it's not about all the things you have in common. In my opinion, that does not create mm -hmm. chemistry. And it's not that it's bad to have things in common, but that's not yeah. what holds a relationship together. I like what you said yeah. about those shared values are important, but it's okay yeah. to be different on different levels. Often that's what yes. can create polarity in a relationship. So not that it has to be just that one way, but you get to create yeah. the exact relationship you want. You don't have to settle. You don't have to choose between safety and excitement. Mm -hmm. You can have them both. You just have to hook up those two things together in your mind as yes. something that's attractive. And it, in my opinion, yes. it starts with changing what feels familiar. So if we're going to constantly be mm -hmm. pulled towards what feels familiar, how can you change what feels familiar? That yes. could look like only spending time with people who are 100% available and ready for the kind of relationship you want. If you tend mm -hmm. to be attracted to the unavailable people or the avoidant men, <laughs> just one example. So yeah. for everyone listening, I encourage you to think about how you can start changing what feels familiar to you. I had to do that. You know, I had to only spend time with men who were available for what I wanted and who were yeah. showing me with their actions that they were serious about me and moving things forward because I tended to only be attracted to men who were just slightly out of reach, who just felt slippery, mm -hmm. like you just couldn't quite get a hold of them. They were really busy. They were difficult to pin down for a time to get together. And yeah. I really noticed that those were the only men I felt that chemistry or attraction with. And so I had to turn that around. And once I did that, it didn't take very long. You know, at that point, if an unavailable man or an avoidant man were to show up, that wouldn't even feel familiar to me anymore. I could catch mm. that right away and just go, oh, something doesn't feel right here. <laughs> so yes. you can absolutely become attracted to the right kind of person who is going to be into you for the long mm -hmm. run and who would never dream of hurting you, abandoning you, cheating on you, lying, all of those things that women complain mm -hmm. about who are single and dating right now, right? Yes, totally. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you can change what feels familiar to you through that, through creating those boundaries with yourself of really not just not even entertaining someone who isn't available for what you want. I love that. And another tip I would add to that is like play with what it feels like in your body. Like yeah. imagine what it feels like. Because a lot of women who are struggling with this, it's obviously because they've never experienced having both. They've never experienced feeling really attracted to someone where they also had all the other things they need in a relationship, commitment, the longevity, all those things. So practice in your body, feeling the emotions of what it would be like to be in a relationship like that, where you have like an amazing sex life and you like always, you know, want to be affectionate together. And you also feel safe, you know, create those feelings in your body. And it is awkward at first, but don't say like, I don't know, I've never had it. I don't know. It's like, this is what our imagination is for. So tap into your imagination and just try to imagine what it might feel like to have chemistry and security and safety. And I would say practice that feeling in your body for like 60 seconds a day or 120 seconds a day. I forget like what the one is like scientifically proven. You might know that, <laughs> Selena. Um, but it's like just practice it enough to where it feels familiar. And that that's a really fun thing that's totally within your control that you don't even need another person right now to do. 
That is such great advice. I totally agree. That's kind of the inner work. One piece of the inner work you can do coupled with the outer work of only spending time with people who have the qualities that you're looking for and the values that you're looking for in a relationship partner. Yeah, I think I've heard that if you think a thought or feel a feeling for 17 seconds, another thought like it joins it and another Mm -hmm. thought and another thought, this is law of attraction, right? And if you keep that going, five or six times and you get past the 68 second mark, now you have all this momentum and then you kind of, kind of takes on a life of its own. I think it's so important. I talk a lot about that in some of my other podcast episodes, the idea that you want to imagine being the receiver of exactly what you want or the feeling of what you want. And imagine it so often that it's kind of hard for you to imagine otherwise. (laughs) So right now, if the familiar feeling is I have to settle, I have to choose between one thing or another, and it doesn't feel good, I feel like I'm compromising, or it feels like a trade-off, and it just doesn't feel like everything I want, that's what feels familiar. So in order to start changing that, you have to do exactly what Chelsea says. That's probably one little piece of it, right? Changing Mm -hmm. what feels familiar. Imagine yourself being the receiver or the feeler of the feelings you want to feel so often that it's pretty hard for you to imagine anything else. Now, that's what feels familiar. That's your new normal. You will absolutely immediately start attracting people and experiences on a different level that assists (laughs) you in feeling that way. No exceptions to this, right? It's a lot. It's just like gravity. You have to start changing how you think and feel and talk to yourself on the inside before you'll experience different results on the outside. Probably a topic for a whole other episode. It's so good. Thank you for sharing that. Yep, totally. Yep. And it's all, it's all within your power. This is nothing that has to change externally first. Like you can do you can do this right now. <laughs> Start doing it right now, everybody. <laughs> Practice right yes. now. That's what I love about that. It's like not, you don't have to go outside of yourself to make really, really um, intense, fast changes, you know, in this area. So true. I'm just checking in with the chat. Someone says, yes, our imagination is for that. You rock, Chelsea. Mary Jo asks, but you don't need to get obsessed about it, right? Yeah, absolutely. It just needs to feel like the most familiar thing in the world. Like if I were to ask everyone listening, is this something that happens for you or not? Is this going to happen? Are you going to get everything you want in a relationship or not? And if any doubt or fear comes up, that's likely what's running the show. But you don't even really have to think about it ever again. But our thoughts tend to get in the way. I always say if you have a desire for a great, passionate, but also safe and secure relationship, if you were to never think about that ever again, that relationship would just flow right into your life. It would be a done deal. But what are the odds of that happening? What we do is we think about all the bad experiences we've had, all the bad dates we've gone on this year. We start to tell ourselves things like there are no good men out there, right? Mm -hmm. And we call up our girlfriends and complain about the dating apps or the seeming lack of available Mm -hmm. good men. And you get that momentum building in the wrong direction. Chelsea, Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that question. Yeah, it's so true. Um, I think... The, just the idea of being obsessive in general is never supportive because right. if we're obsessing, the, like just feeling into what it feels like in your body, what the experience is like when you're obsessing about something, this is so in alignment with what you're saying, like doubt and fear, right? So when you're obsessive about something, it's because there's, there's an attachment to it because you don't believe that it's happening. You don't believe that this is effortlessly going to come into your life. So therefore you feel the need to overcompensate and, um, and, and go into that obsessive energy. So 
I think that it's, it's, I have so much compassion for that too, because everyone here, it's like, we're in personal development, you know, we're seeking growth, we're seeking to better our lives, better our relationships. And that's such a beautiful, pure desire. We have to really make sure that with all these tips and things that we're applying, we're coming from this kind of like open and neutral state, this trusting, allowing state so that it's like our efforts to try to manifest something doesn't actually backfire. Yes. Right. And we talk, I know Helena and I have talked about this a lot, this concept of quote unquote trying when we're trying really hard to make something happen, we're automatically in opposition with our desire. So I know that that can get kind of confusing, but the, the simplest way is to notice how you feel in your body when you do it. The reason we're giving that advice of feel the emotions in your body of having both is because ultimately it's going to feel really, really good to do that. It should feel really, really good. But that's, that's what you want. For the most part, you want to be feeling good and coming from an energy of trusting in your desires. And that's really all you have to do. And then you just get to continue to follow what feels good, you know, and take actions that feel good when it feels good to do so. And it, it will be yours. There's no other way that this can unfold for you. It's like your, your desires are placed there. In my opinion, this is my spiritual belief that our desires are placed there for a reason, kind of like a roadmap or even a preview of what our life is supposed to be or could be if we allow it in and if we trust. So that feels so much better to me, makes me feel like oh, I really don't have to try so hard. I don't have to obsess you know, and I know this is so much easier said than done. Like even today, I feel like I need this advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to give myself this advice because when we want something, we can sometimes get into that place of feeling like we're doing it by ourselves and like forget that we're completely supported by the entire universe and all the energy in the world is trying to support us to have what we want. So it's not about doing it perfectly. It's just about coming back to this place of trust and allowing as many times as it, you know, as it takes in a day, really. And then you end up staying there for longer and longer periods of time. And it's just easier to maintain for the most part. But it, it also doesn't require you to never have fear or never get stuck. I want to also make that point. <laughs> I know we're kind of digressing, but it's so also true. related. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It is exactly right. I wish I could just bring you on every week and just talk I about these things. every week. <laughs> <laughs> I think yes, this is true. so important. Yeah. The reason for doing this is not to make this thing that you don't have happen. Do you mm-hmm. feel the energy of that? I'm going to visualize and write a list of everything I'm grateful for and say affirmations every morning to call in this guy who I'm attracted to and who's also dependable and reliable. You're resonating with the absence of what you want. You're doing something in order to try to make something happen. You're in your masculine energy. It's never going to work for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if you're doing this simply because it feels good and you accept that good feeling or improved emotional state as the manifestation you're reaching for, just like Chelsea said, the right guy has to show up. (laughs) There's Mm -hmm. no way you can't if you maintain that improved emotional state for a sustained period of time. And again, you can never feel fear or doubt. We talked more about that in our episode on painful emotions and the law of attraction and feminine energy. So I highly recommend checking out that one because we went really in depth on this, but I'm so glad you clarified that. And thank you, Mary Jo, for your question. I think that was a great question. She says, okay, got it. Thanks. And good spirit says our desires are the preview of our life. I absolutely love it. I think that's (laughs) great too. That's just beautiful, Chelsea. So would you mind recapping these three misconceptions and then the mindset shift to help women start to turn some of these beliefs around? 
Let's do it. Thank you. Um, so number one, if you, it's the myth that if you don't have strong chemistry right off the bat, you're not right for each other and you won't have it down the line. This couldn't be more untrue. The truth is chemistry builds over time through being vulnerable and open and creating intimacy and building trust. So that, yeah, I'm like, I have, I have to be concise. I can go on and on and on. (laughs) So that's number one. And number two is this idea that chemistry fades over time in long-term relationships or after the quote unquote honeymoon phase. So we are instead going to erase the concept of a honeymoon phase and choose to believe this truth that the chemistry builds over time. It gets stronger and stronger and stronger over time as your bond deepens, as you live your life together. And there are so many different ways that you can spice up the passion and the chemistry if you want, when you want. And so number three is in order, the myth is in order to have safety and security in a relationship, you have to accept a lower amount of passion. This idea that you can't have both, that's so untrue. You absolutely can have both. It's easy and natural for you to do that. Helena and I both experienced that in our marriages and have countless client testimonials that now also are in relationships like that. So there's so many different ways that you can create chemistry um, that isn't coming from a place of wounded, you know, familiarity. Um, and so we talked about all those different ways as well. Yeah. Is that a good recap? <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Perfect recap. And I would love to tell everyone one more time how they can join yes. your free masterclass. It's starting in just a couple of weeks, but no matter when you're listening to this, go ahead and click that first link in the description to see if it's still available. I highly yeah. recommend it. Chelsea, tell everyone a little bit about yeah. that. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. As you guys can tell, we have so much to say on this and I I have so much to say on this and I really want to support you guys in doing the inner work with me to really transform this pattern. So the masterclass is all about how to have a relationship that's full of crazy hot chemistry with a man that's actually right for you. So if you resonate with this topic, we're going to be going even deeper than we went on this podcast episode and discover why you've been falling for the bad guys that aren't good for you or only attracting the good guys that you aren't attracted to physically and really how to change that, how to quench your desire for passion and chemistry without sacrificing the safety and security and how to finally start attracting high quality men that you're actually really attracted to. So I'm so excited to support you guys with all of that. Um, and yeah, the link is exactly where she said. <laughs> I forget where you said the link was. Yeah, but first link, link in the description. There. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple or right here on Bullhorn, as soon as the replay posts, that'll just be the first link. You might have to scroll down or click read more mm-hmm. <laughs> if it doesn't show yeah. up right at the top. But that'll be the first link in the episode details. And it's totally free, right, Chelsea? It's totally free. I'm so excited to be able to provide that for you guys. I'm so happy to be able to offer this to my community. It's so needed and so generous of you to offer your knowledge and wisdom and time for free. So I'm definitely going to post this replay as soon as possible because I would love to get as many women as possible into this live masterclass. So thank you everyone so much. Mary Jo says, really appreciate. This was great. Someone else says, I agree. It was amazing. Thank you, Helena and Chelsea. You're welcome. It was so fun interacting with everyone and answering your questions. If you're listening to the replay of this on Spotify or Apple or anywhere else, 
If you'd like to join my live broadcasts, I go live every other Tuesday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, which is 3 o'clock p.m. Pacific using the Bullhorn app. Since I can't go live on Spotify or Apple at this time, I go live using Bullhorn. You can type your questions into the chat or call in and talk to me personally. It's totally free, so user-friendly. So I will include that link as well. That'll be the second link in the description if you'd like to join my live broadcast. My next one will be February 15th at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern time with Rebecca Boatman, which I know you're friends with, Chelsea. Yes. Oh my God. So fun. Yeah. Rebecca's awesome. I've had her on before and everyone just absolutely loves everything she has to say. So Chelsea, I would love to bring you on again soon. This was amazing. Is there any last words of wisdom you'd like to share with all the ladies listening before we close out? Yeah. I mean, always what I'd love to share is, you know, what you desire is meant for you. What you desire is possible for you. Don't settle. Fight the urge to settle and know that you are so incredibly worthy of, of this love, this relationship that you want. So great. Thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom today. I absolutely loved it. This is another favorite episode of mine. I can already tell. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Important. Yeah, it's so important to get this information out there so people mm-hmm. don't have to have these mundane lives where they feel like they have to make trade-offs and compromises yeah. for these things that they truly desire. So thanks again for listening, everyone. If you're listening to yeah, the replay of this and my podcast episodes or YouTube videos have been helpful for you, you can now leave me a rating on Spotify. It's at the top of my podcast homepage. That would help me out a lot. It helps my podcast get shared around to more people. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can scroll down to the bottom of my podcast homepage and leave me a rating and write me a review if my episodes have been helpful. Chelsea, this was amazing. Thank you so much again. I really hope I can bring you on again soon. I love everything you shared today. Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing. It was so fun. I can't wait to come back again soon. Yes. Okay. Bye, everybody. Have a great rest of the day. Bye. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.